Acts 8. And Saul approved of their killing him. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now for some time a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord and testified about Jesus, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandake, which means Queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, Go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so, 
he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Today's devotional was written by John Bernard Carlin and is read by Martin Kirkby. Following the murder of Stephen, we meet the church in a place of mourning and persecution leading to the scattering of believers. Philip and fellow scattered followers of Jesus chose to continue to trust God and share the gospel in Samaria, and lives were changed in amazing ways. As I consider Philip's amazing feats, I can easily overlook Philip's situation. Here, a community in shock and mourning, also experiencing the trauma of persecution and dispersal. What follows are remarkable stories of God's intervention in people's lives, like Simon and the Ethiopian eunuch. I'm challenged and humbled by Philip's expectancy that God would move, but equally that he did so in the midst of suffering. The same God who walked close with Philip in his suffering was present and moved powerfully as he reached out to others. It is the same God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, who walks by my side through the real and painful circumstances of life. And that same God invites me to walk with him in loving those around me, to walk in faith and expectation that he is working always and in every situation. Saul was destroying the church, and yet the church was not destroyed. The church, in its weakness, was empowered to bring God's presence to the world around. The same God of grace, compassion and love walks right by our side, both in the circumstances of life and as we extend that love to those around us. Welcome God into the midst of your circumstances. Let him love and abide in you. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. Today, we stand with our brothers and sisters around the world who encounter this same persecution, but who continue to faithfully live out their faith in the midst of hardship. Reflect on this for a few moments.
Now, ask God to reveal more of his presence to you in the midst of your circumstances and as you serve and love those around you. Let's finish with prayer. Father, thank you that you dwell within me in the circumstances of life and accompany me as I seek to love those around me. Help me today to see what you are already doing and to cooperate with you in bringing the power of your gospel to others.